Hey, beautiful people, you're listening to The Hue Report, a podcast that celebrates Black beauty 24-7-365. I'm your host, Olivia Hancock, and I know I say this before I introduce every guest, but I am just super, super excited for the guests that I'm having on the show today. Today, I am chatting with beauty content creator and entrepreneur, Jessica Lewis, aka Mahogany Curls. She's known for posting educational content, product reviews, and advice on hair care and styling on her YouTube and Instagram channels. Her YouTube channel alone has 32 million views. Yes, 32 million views. That is absolutely wild. I've been watching Jessica's videos for years and we first connected when I was working on a story for Birdie last summer about natural hair content creators who have been inspiring women to embrace their natural hair for over a decade. So during our chat for the show, Jessica and I talked about being a beauty content creator for 10 plus years, and of course she shared what she's been using on her hair lately. So keep on listening to get to know Jessica better. So let's like just uh, jump into the beginning. Um, Growing up, were the women and people in your life, like were they into beauty? How did they kind of influence your beauty journey? Uh, Yes, they were. My grandmother is a retired beautician on my dad's side of the family, and I have three aunts that are also licensed cosmetologists, too. So I grew up in the hair salons, especially in the 90s. Like Mm -hmm. every Saturday, I would be in the hair salon and watching them do people's hair and getting my hair done. So that's what really sparked my interest in the beauty industry. Yeah, that's amazing that you had like beauticians right there to help you with your hair. Um, What were your feelings about your hair growing up? Like, how did you feel about your natural texture and things like that? Um, You know, when I was younger, I didn't have any issues with it. I liked Mm -hmm. it. It was fine. It was when I was like in fourth grade and my dad married like his Mm -hmm. ex-wife. She was my stepmother and she used to um, say things about my hair. So it made me self-conscious, but, you know, my mom and my other aunts would intercept that. And, you know, Mm -hmm. in fact, she relaxed my hair without telling my parents one summer. Oh my God. And, you know, that's when I got my relaxer when I was like 11 or 12. Mm -hmm. And I kept it until, you know, it was time for me to big chop. But, and my aunt took care of my hair, but they were very upset about it. Yeah, I can imagine her doing that without their permission. Um, I'm also curious, you know, around that time as you were growing up, what were some of your career career interests? Because I know, like, you know, at the time, influencer wasn't a thing at people at the forefront of people's mind, like creating content. So before, you know, hopping onto YouTube, what did you think you wanted to do? Well, when I was in college, I was initially going to school for secondary education. So mm-hmm. concentration in history. Mm-hmm. So I was going to go to school for that. And then I dropped out of school because I ended up getting pregnant and got married. Mm -hmm. And I started going to school for the healthcare industry. So I have a bachelor's in um, healthcare administration. And my master's degree is actually in project management. So it was just going to be on the corporate side of the medical industry. Oh, got you. And so work at United Healthcare for a while. So. Oh, wow. And so obviously the career that you're in now is like a complete shift. And, you know, you mentioned big chopping and that's kind of what prompted, you know, your career entry into the influencer world and the YouTube space. Can you talk about when did you decide to big chop and like how that kind of led to YouTube? I um, started like, you know, going into the natural hair world and the mm-hmm. hair world online. It was this website back in 2008. I lived in Germany. It was called healthy textures 
Mm-hmm. And it was like the very beginning of the natural hair um, blogs and threads and stuff. And yeah. I started, you know, taking care of my hair. And then I was scrolling online looking for a flat iron. And I ran across this website called Honey Brown Sugar. And the blogger, she basically showed a picture of her hair when she flat ironed it. And it was like bone straight. Now, this is 2000, late 2008, I think around December. Okay. And then she showed her hair curly. And I was freaking out because I couldn't believe that you could do that. Because, you know, when you're relaxed, that's all you think about is just relaxed hair. So I decided to start relaxing my hair in December 2008 and in 2009 in February, I did the big chop only had like eight weeks of growth. It wasn't much, but I was mm-hmm. and that's when I started and I told myself that I was going to document my journey yeah. on YouTube and mm-hmm. started like that. And so, you know, at that time, creating content was so new. Where were you finding, like, how did you figure out, you know, uploading and, you know, getting your technical skills up? What was that process like for you, you know, trying to develop as a creator? I really don't know. It was really different. Back then, it was just like, I just read the instructions. YouTube was very simple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't, you know, it was super simple. It's not the same. And I just followed the directions and uploaded yeah pretty much it it wasn't as complicated as it is now it was really easy to just do it you know what I mean yeah and you were saying it's more complicated now you know there's so many different steps to creating like your aesthetic editing videos what are some of the changes you know you've noticed in the beauty community the black beauty community on YouTube and just like in general like how have you seen it kind of evolve over the past decade because it's it's changed so much it has so when I first started um I do feel that a lot of people were very, um, it was like the wild, wild west to me. So you didn't Mm -hmm. know what you were doing. And a lot of people were still learning along the way. Yeah. Like now we have like a lot of experts. So you have people coming on and they already have the skills, which I think is amazing. Yeah. You see less mistakes and more of this is how you do it. X, Y, and Z. So I think over time, just watching other people um, learn Mm -hmm. other influencers learn from the other influencers so now when they're starting out they know what you should and shouldn't do also I think it's more entertaining yeah um, versus how it used to be like I'm more of an educator so I don't really care to do the entertainment aspect of it I yeah my thing is I want you to learn from it Mm -hmm. and that's always been my motto like just what can you get from it um but I love that it's entertaining because it's a lot of younger people that are on social media now and it's fun so they make it more interactive and fun as well so that's definitely a difference yeah and you talk about how your kind of lane is educating um people when it comes to their natural hair and you've done that for me um what has been like the most rewarding part you know of being a part of the natural hair movement inspiring so many women and men across the world you know to embrace their natural natural texture like what's been the most rewarding part of that over the past 10 years for you Honestly, when someone just write me a letter and they tell me how I help them, yeah, and they have learned so much. I don't know. That is the most fulfilling, heartwarming thing to me. It just it brightens my day. It makes me so happy because I feel that I did my part. You know, yeah. I helped someone out, and now they have the wisdom to teach someone else. And I think that is beautiful like I love that out of everything I love to get messages like that 
Yeah, that is so beautiful. And I can only imagine what it's like to get those comments from people. Um, I also wanted to touch on, you know, you've been able to like do this full time and make being an influencer a career. You know, right now, in light of everything going on, how are you kind of like approaching work and partnerships? Are you kind of just like taking this time to yourself and like kind of pulling back from work? Or are you just trying to still find ways to find joy and be creative through your work? Like what is where's your head at, you know, when it comes to like content creation right now? Um, right now I have taken a break and I've been taking mm-hmm. a lot of mini breaks also because with everything going on right now, um, the children are home all day. Yeah. We have to manage them and they've been home since March. Yeah. So it's a lot and I'm not able to put out content like I want. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still working because I do have partnerships that I have a lot of them actually going on. So yeah, know, in a few weeks just coming out on Instagram, mm-hmm. but I have been taking a break mentally and just trying to, you know, be creative and think about, you know, what I want to do moving forward and reflect on, you know, what's going on. So it's kind of both, but it's balancing that home life and the work life because my husband, he's in the military. Yeah. He's also working from home as well. Yeah. Everyone is at home right now (laughs) and it's, it's a challenge at times try to, you know, balance everything, but it's fun too, because I do love that all of us are here, but yeah. you know, you're trying to figure it all out. Yeah, trying to navigate this like new normal. It's a lot for everybody. And, and like another conversation I've been having with a lot of people is like everyone being home, it's a lot. And so self-care, you know, is really important. What are some yeah. things you like to do for yourself? You know, when you have a moment to yourself away from the kids and wait like uh, just a second to yourself, what do you like to do for yourself? So I'm really not a big makeup person. You know, I try mm-hmm. to get into that because you know how it is. You go on YouTube and you watch the videos. Yeah, and, the and tutorials. <laughs> yeah. And you spend like 200 plus dollars at Sephora and you're mm-hmm. trying to do the same thing. But I like my makeup to be very natural and minimum. But I've noticed that naturally I love skincare. So mm. I have really been focusing more on improving my skin. And I've always been obsessed with skincare. It started when I was 13. But now, you know, they have all these products. So I'm looking into getting a facial steamer. Ooh. And yeah, I've seen a really nice one. I'm thinking about, I'll probably buy it today. And of course, here, like it's growing. So I may put some braids in it, but mm-hmm. it's definitely the skincare. Like I've been obsessed with that because I'm in my 30s now. Mm-hmm. So I really want to just preserve my skin and keep it healthy. Yeah, I love that. I'm like a big skincare person too. What are some of the products, you know, that you've been like trying out while you've been home? Um, Tula skincare. Ooh, I need to try them. Yeah, it has blue packaging. It looks almost like Tiffany's blue, you know, like the boss. Um, Dermalogica, I am loving that right now. When I first used it, like, I could tell it just pulled everything out of my skin. It's not in a bad way. But, like, just it just cleansed it and detoxed it. Yeah, like, my Mm -hmm. skin just purged or something, and it just felt different. You know what I mean? And I know that professional grade those are professional grade products. Also, I really like um, Glow Recipe. That's a Korean line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you really want your skin to glow and look like it's just glistening, it's amazing. Glossier I think I've tried their really nice. their. Oh, I was gonna say I think I've tried their watermelon mask from the Glow Recipe. Yeah, it's not bad. It's, I like it. Like you're gonna have glow in for real. <laughs> yeah. And you were saying Glossier. Mm-hmm. I like their, um, so they have a toner and it's really nice. And I also like Clinique's um, eye remover and I think it's Take the Day Off Cleansing Balm. 
Mm-hmm. That's really nice as well. And, you know, drugstore like CeraVe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. And I'm trying to get into serums. Like, I used to use Versed skincare, and I really okay. like it. But I'm looking for a good retinol. Um, I like Olay. I ran out of that. So I may repurchase that one. Mm-hmm. And, like, vitamin C. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Oh, yeah. And one more thing. I mm-hmm. like, um, what is it? It's on the top of my head. Sorry. Super cute. <laughs> oh, Luke. yes. I love their sunscreen. Yes. Their everyday invisible sunscreen. Their products are just great anyway. Like, mm-hmm. sunscreen is so important. It's probably one of the most important parts of your skincare regimen. Yes. It can cause so much damage to your skin. Yeah, and I think people forget that all the time. Like, even when you're indoors, if you're exposed to sun, like, you need to have some sunscreen. <laughs> yes. Like, and I hear a lot of, like, Black people say, oh, we don't need sunscreen. I'm like, yes, you have skin. You you need sunscreen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so you also mentioned, you know, you're growing out your hair. What are some of the products you've been using, especially during, like, the summer that keep your hair hydrated and moisturized? Believe it or not, I've been using, you know, drugstore, like, Pantene. Mm-hmm. Pantene moisture shampoo has surprised me it has so much slip and i also use um there it have this new deep conditioner it's like rose Mm -hmm. water i like that and also their gold series collection that is for textured hair yeah i like that a lot too pattern beauty oh my gosh yes those are really nice very thick creamy products you do not need much like it is very decadent yeah <laughs> i love the pack it's so and pretty it is oh and design essentials mousse their mousse is probably the best mousse i've ever used and i love to use mousse me too um, but it's a great base for like if you want to use eco gel or any type of styler or any type of um cream to your hair i would suggest applying that first Mm -hmm. and then using your styler so that is really nice and of course I love eco styler gel like that's my staple yeah that is a staple I'm almost out of mine I went to the beauty supply store to get some hair the other day and I was like I'm mad at myself because I forgot to pick up some more eco styler gel Um, also, you know, we kind of touched on, you know, your career as a content creator and so many people right now they're at home and they're finally getting to launch their passion projects, which could be, you know, starting a YouTube channel, diving into like beauty content creation. What are, what's some advice you have for people who are like just now starting out and they want to stand out because, you know, there's so many people in the beauty space now. I would say actually just have tunnel vision. I feel like Mm -hmm. when you start I think you should get inspiration for others, but just mm-hmm. do what you feel is best for you. Because yeah. I feel when you start looking at everyone, it almost in a way probably make you question what you're doing. And you may try to do what you see someone else doing because it's like, okay, well, they're successful. I probably need to do this. But the real thing is most people are successful because people actually just like that person and what makes them unique. So I would say be true to yourself and just continue to do what you want to do. Write your ideas down. Like if something pops in your head, just write it down immediately because you may forget it. Yeah. And save it for later and then act on it. And just have tunnel vision. Get a little bit of inspiration, but focus on your goals and focus on yourself and what you feel that you can bring to the table to others. And I think you will be very successful because a lot of success comes from passion. And mm. 
Yes. Money comes later, but I've noticed like when a lot of people are focused on, well, I need to do this to make the residual income and blah, blah, blah. I feel that it's not necessarily what you really want to do. You're doing it because you want to make the money. And, you know, if you're really trying to help people and you have something to give, just do that. And I promise everything else will come. It really will. Yeah, that's that's such good advice. And I think people definitely should keep that at the forefront in their mind when they're starting to create content, because, you know, when you're starting out, you may not get all the views and you can get easily discouraged or you're doing it, like you said, for the money. And that's really not where it should come from. It should come from like a place of passion. And that's what's going to sustain you, especially when it comes to like being a beauty content creator. Yes, yeah, definitely. it really does, because it's so many people that are doing the same thing, but you can stand mm -hmm. out if you just be true to yourself. That's the beauty of being yourself, you know, being unique. Yeah. Yeah. There's only one you, so you might as well just give it, give everything that you can through your personality, through your content. And, you know, another thing, um, you know, you've done this full time, like I said, and so being your own boss, you know, that comes with its own unique set of advantages and challenges. Um, what have you learned about entrepreneurship and, you know, running your own business and being your own boss, like through the past 10 years? It is very time consuming. Um, mm -hmm. You really have to set a schedule for yourself because the days can actually bleed into, you know, another day. So it's yeah. you have a family and things. So you have to learn how to set a good schedule and create routines because if you do not have that going on you're just going to be flying by the seat of your pants and it's just going to be very unorganized yeah organized chaos possibly you know some people work well in chaos i have at times but because also when you start working with brands you're going to have timelines and things like that and sometimes those timelines are very short mm -hmm. to, turn to get something out and give it to the brand so you need to make sure you have a consistent schedule, a consistent routine. And that's something I've really been focusing on, too, since we've been yeah. home, like having a routine. And I know with myself, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm doing the same thing every day. But that's actually great because it creates consistency. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. even down to eating the same breakfast every morning. It just creates a nice flow. Writing things in your calendar because it can get crazy when you're busy. And it's a good thing. But it can be a bad thing if you're not focused and you're not, you know, creating a balance. Definitely. That's that's really good advice. And I find myself, you know, since I've been home for the past couple months, things do bleed into the next day. I find myself like working till like 2 a.m. And I'm like, mm -hmm. like something's got to give. I can't, can't do this every night. I have to find like a routine and balance so I'm able to still accomplish everything that I need to do, but still... I don't know. It's just so hard. It's like finding that balance, you know, when you're trying to get so much done. It is. It is. Yeah. And it can become overwhelming if, you know, it gets out of control. But, you know, something that has helped me too is like creating a list like the iPhone. Your phone is so good or any type of device you have in your calendar. Like just write things down so you'll know and set reminders and look at your day instead of getting on Instagram first thing in the morning or Facebook. Look at your calendar and see what you have going on for today. And look at your to-do list and see what you need to do because you'll forget like I've tried that like oh I remember this but you'll forget something so I think it's so ideal to create lists create structure and it'll flow better treat it as a business because that's what it is if you walk into a regular job or nine to five um, you'll have some type of structure going on and you should treat that the same way 
I'm also curious, you know, now that you've been home and have um, been able to like, you know, when you have downtime, consume more content, who are some of like the Black Beauty content creators, YouTubers that you've been like inspired by or you've been like watching their content? Um, Let's see. Hmm. I love Happy Curl, Happy Girl, like her natural hair videos. I also follow Mossy Arias. She's fitness. Um, she gets into beauty a little bit. Really like to look at the content. Do you know her name is Keish? It's like Keish My Curls. I th- yeah, I think I've seen her channel or her page. Yeah, I like her page mm. a lot. Also for beauty, let's see who else. It's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, there's so many people in the beauty space now, especially Black content creators, like which is amazing. Of course, Jackie Ina. Yes. I always like her videos. I've learned mm-hmm. a lot from her. Yeah, and me too when it comes to makeup. Yeah, and brands and everything. And she keeps it real, so, you know. Yes, very. That's pretty much it right now. You know, lately I've been watching a lot of documentaries and stuff. So, ooh, what what have you been watching like on Netflix or Hulu? Um, Netflix, Hulu, and YouTube. Like, it's a channel called mm-hmm. Weird History because initially mm-hmm. that was my major to be in history. So I'm very oh yeah stuff like that. Um, it's another thing called Defunct Land, and they talk about businesses that once used to be like available back in the day, like Circuit City and places like mm-hmm. that. And they basically just, you know, died out or theme parks and places like that. So I've been really looking into that. And I've also read, you know, I've been doing a lot of mm-hmm. reading. I've been trying to do less social media and more things yes. that are um, more rewarding or watching organization videos or self-care videos on YouTube as well from other YouTubers. But yeah. hopefully like trying to get back to the life before social media, because I am a millennial, so we didn't have social media starting out. Yeah. I also feel that because I'm always doing social media, sometimes I just need a break from it. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've heard a lot of people say they've taken like social media breaks during this time mm-hmm. and it's really helped them. And I can like, I definitely agree with that because sometimes it's just too much, you know, it's like being overwhelmed with like traumatizing content yeah. or like just too much branded content in general. You just need a break. Yeah, it's just overload because with social yeah. media, especially Instagram, it's all over the place, like depending on who you follow. Like you look at plants and then you look at, you know, cars and books and it's just so much going on. And sometimes mentally, we're not made to mentally just scroll and scroll and be for hours yeah, all day in our devices. So I'm actually getting more into that, too. Like I'm just not in that place anymore where I used to be like overindulging in mm-hmm. social media content. I put my content up and for the most part, I read a few comments and respond and then I move on. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to get too caught up in it. And another thing I found myself doing is like going through the people that I follow and trying to like do a cleanse, you know, because sometimes it's like, why am I engaging with this content if it's not, you know, bringing positivity to my timeline or things like that. So I find myself doing that a lot these days. Yeah. I I follow a lot of pages that are very positive and uplifting Mm -hmm. and like, you know, things that makes me feel happy and gives me some type of fulfillment so I definitely know what you mean because you want to get something out of it like I like again I like to look at it as okay what can I learn from this or enjoy yeah yeah Yeah, definitely if we're going to be on social media we might as well make it like a positive experience as much as we can Mm -hmm. so the last thing that I want to ask you I do a beauty speed round with each of my guests it's only four questions and you just fill in the blank okay 
Okay, so the first one is I feel most beautiful when I do not have on makeup. Mm, I love it. Yeah, a lot of people have said that too, like just bare face, you know, just as you are. That's like the most beautiful they feel. Mm -hmm. So the next one is the beauty product that I've been using every day. Oh my gosh. It could be anything, skin, lip balm, anything. The It's the design essentials. Okay, the mousse you were talking yeah. about? Yeah. And so uh, the next one is my beauty crush is any people who you're crushing on their makeup or their hair. Um. Oh, my goodness. It could be a celeb, an influencer, anyone. Tracy Ellis Ross. I really love how she's just, you know, she doesn't wear a lot of makeup or anything like that, so love it yeah i love her and i just got you know they dropped the styling collection for a pattern the other day so i picked that up and i'm about to test that out so i'm super excited because i'm just obsessed with pattern yeah, like <laughs> i love the product yes yeah. <laughs> and so the last one is i love being a black woman because it makes me feel unique Mm, yes I love it people like when I ask people that I love hearing their answers because it's all about you know our uniqueness celebrating us we're like there's just like no one can that, that can replicate a black woman's spirit our vibe our soul no, so I love no. and we're very yeah. resilient and strong so I love that about us so like I said, I've been watching Jessica's content for years now, so this was such a fun moment for me, being able to chat in depth with her. And our conversation covered so many bases from skincare to self-care to starting your own YouTube channel. It was just so great being able to chat in depth with Jessica. And if you're not already following her, please open up Instagram right now and type in Mahogany Curls and hit the follow button on her page and go do the same for her YouTube channel. So as always, thank you so much for listening and I'll be back with another episode next week. If you like what you heard, I'd love it if you hit the subscribe button and left a review. And while you wait for the next episode, you can of course stay connected with the Hue Report community by following us on social media at the Hue Report. So until next time, beautiful people, I hope you all stay safe and stay well.